Hello, everyone. Again, good afternoon. Uh, if you have just joined us, we had a grand time in worshiping God. And uh, again, no, all of this service is really worship. So regardless if you came early or even a little bit late, no, you are worshiping God through your singing, your giving, and now through the preaching of the word. And uh, I guess all of us, no, uh, nandun tayo sa point na medyo pagod na tayong to uh, actually go to church or worship God via Zoom. No? Alam niyo po, sa tutuhanan lang, no? uh, if I may use a very strong word, I, I hate doing this. I'd rather see you all in person. Yan po yung katotoo. I'd rather see you all in person. I'd rather that I, I get to shake your hands or hug you or even welcome you. Kami po mga pastors, no? that's our joy. And uh, yan po gusto natin gawin. But at this point, talagang we're limited by, by what's happening. But we believe that God remains sovereign and faithful even to us. No? So kaya kahit na ganito po yung nangyayari sa atin, we can still come together, worship together, sing our songs together, and listen to the word together. So we're starting a new series, mga kapatid. No? This is going to run for six weeks. The title of the series is Trustworthy trustworthy. Now, have you ever found someone who is trustworthy? And uh, again, of course, the epitome of trustworthiness is no other uh, person than, than God. No? May, na, na, no one can even come close to that. No? But to, what we're going to do for the next six weeks is to look at really uh, this God or learn uh, this God who is really covenant keeper. He is a covenant keeper. No? He's faithful in everything that he does. No? We're going to look at Still, surprise po to, the book of Isaiah. When we started the year, no, and again, alam niyo po yung sabi natin, we're going to uh, pitch our tent, we're going to camp, we're going to uh, at least stay or even dig deep in the book of Isaiah. And that's what we're going to do for the next six weeks again, going back to the book of Isaiah and hopefully discover no, and learn and be, be attracted to the God who is worthy of our worship, worthy of our praise, worthy of our devotion, worthy of our honor that we can give in our own lifetime. So we're going to talk about God's faithfulness, how he invites people, people like you and I, no? even if we've run away from him, even if we've committed sin, how he invites us and how he wants to clean all of us or cleanse all of us. In spite of uh, our, our unfaithfulness, God remains to be faithful. So if you have your Bibles with you, uh, let's turn to the book of Isaiah. No? It's in the Old Testament. Magkatabi po yan, Isaiah, Jeremiah, no? Lamentations, and yung tatlong book na magkakatabi. So I'm going to read starting from verse 12 of chapter 1. And this is what it says. No? When you come to appear before me, who has required of you this trampling of my courts? Bring no more vain offerings. Incense is an abomination to me. New moon and Sabbath and the calling of convocations. I cannot endure iniquity and solemn assembly. Your new moons and your appointed feasts my soul hates. They have become a burden to me. I am weary of bearing them. When you spread out your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Even though you make many prayers, I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood. Wash yourselves, make yourselves clean, remove the evil of your deeds from before my eyes and cease to do evil. Learn to do good, seek justice, correct oppression, bring justice to the fatherless, 
plead the widow's cause. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be eaten by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Let's all pray. God, we can take a thousand or a million or a billion lifetimes, Lord God, plumbing the depths of your word, and we can never see the bottom of it, Lord God. It's so wide, it's so deep. Alam namin, Panginoon, that it can always teach, always give life, always enliven, always enlighten us, Lord. So even if we come back to it day after day, week after week, as we're doing right now, we're going back to the book of Isaiah. We pray, Lord, that you open our eyes, Lord God. Speak to us through the words that Isaiah spoke. Thank you, Lord, that out of the prophet Isaiah, we can hear your heart. Thank you, Lord, that your character comes out of these words. Let us be drawn to you, Lord God. Let, us, let our lives, Lord God, be attracted to you and to your character. Thank you that you remain faithful in spite of. Thank you that you remain sovereign in spite of. Lord, you're going to speak to us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Okay, as I've said earlier, we're going back to the book of Isaiah. Binabalikan lang po natin. If you, many of you already remember, no? six weeks ago, we started with a series, Salt and Light. And this is the first uh, chapter that we went through, actually. But now, we're, we're go, we're, we read the same text. But our concentration really now is on God's commitment to His covenant. Say that with me. God's commitment to His covenant. He remains faithful. Even if his people, including you and me, kasama na rin po ang mga Israelites, or the Jews for that matter, remains, remain unfaithful, God does not change. That's his character. He remains committed to his covenant. Faithful through the ages. The Bible tells us that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes, and his commitment is still the same. Through the prophet Isaiah, We'll see the account of uh, really uh, Israel's unfaith or Judah's unfaithfulness for that matter and how God called them out because of their unfaithfulness. Yes, God called them out as we have read, no? but at the same time, God called them in once again, no? invited them to come back and be cleansed just to maybe remind them that even if you're like that, I'm never like that. I do not abandon people. I call them back unto myself. Here's Israel and Judah coming before God with all of the trappings of worship. Alam niyo po, all the rituals that you can probably imagine at that time. We can say the whole nine yards of a praise and worship or a worship service, they're doing it, but their hearts are empty. Their hearts are empty. They speak as if no, they, they, they have... Uh, hearts that are very, very far away from God. No? This, and this is how I can describe it by a simple phrase. They were so near and yet they were so far. Alam uh, niyo, 
Have you had that feeling no, no, of being so near and yet so far? Maybe the, sometimes that's with the, a relationship that you're keeping. You're, you're together. You're living in your, in your house. But there's no connection. Ito po, they're in the house of God. They're doing the rituals. They're doing everything that the religion can dictate. And yet, they have an empty heart. And yet, their hearts are really far away from God. And here's the good thing about God. Even if there's judgment because of sin, even if ultimately there's going to be destruction, there was destruction of both Israel and Judah as recorded in the Bible. God's word, God's final word is never judgment. There's always a better way for God. There's always forgiveness. There's always redemption. There's always a second chance when we come to God. The good thing about that, we said earlier that God keeps his covenant. And when Christ came, Christ offered us a better covenant. In fact, the Bible tells us he is the guarantor of a better covenant. That's in Hebrews chapter 7, verse 22. But to understand the covenant, I'd like us to do some... Uh, we need to juxtapose, no? Pagtabihin po natin yung contract and covenant, just to understand. I know you're, you, you, very many of you know or understand what a contract is. It's simple, no? A contract is something that you sign, no? A, uh, while a covenant is something that you seal, right? A contract, uh, pwede po siyang uh, hindi gawin. It's a uh, legal, although it's legally binding, but it's a, a covenant is a spiritual agreement. Alam niyo po yun, no? ang kontrata, whether that's an employment contract or a utilities contract, pag hindi mo ginawa yung part mo sa employment contract, determinate ka. Pag hindi ka nagbayad sa utilities mo, whether that's this Wi-Fi or your phone bill mo, by the way, pag nawala po yung Wi-Fi, hindi ibig sabihin hindi ako nagbayad. No? Kasi pag hindi ka nagbayad, ang pwedeng gawin talaga, tanggalin yung Wi-Fi mo, no? Uh, disconnect if you're not going to uh, uh, fulfill your lease contracts you're going to be evicted from your home or if you are married the marriage contract if you're not going to fulfill the marriage contract then you are bound for separation but that's not the stipulation of a covenant a covenant is totally different in a covenant the party then does not come face to face but rather the parties are side to side and they're telling one another, we're going to make it work. We're going to make it work. That's what God is telling us. I'm going to make this work. Simply lang po yung kay God, no? Because God's covenant is a relationship covenant with people. God relates to us through a relationship, covenant of relationship. Ano po ibig sabihin nun? Ito lang po ibig sabihin nun, at least for my understanding. God's covenant relationship means... God saying, I will be to you who I am, even if you will not. Yan po yung covenant ni Lord, no? That he started with Abraham in Genesis chapter 12 and Genesis chapter 15, no? Yan po yung unumpisahan niya kay Abraham. Sinabi niya, I will be to you who I am, even if you will not. God is committed. God pledged his faithfulness to this covenant and he saw it through. And this is what he is displaying 
to the Israelites, as to Israel as well as to Judah. God is committed to his covenant. He will not abandon, but he will call your attention. Litim po natin yon. He will not abandon. Ayan po yung ginawa na ano, no? sinisisi na ng Lord. Lord, iniwanan mo kami. No, no, no. God did not abandon them, but rather, God called their attention. Let's read from the message. Now, the same text read from the message Bible. Yung, ito po yung unang sinabi doon sa verse 13, no? Quit your worship charades. I can stand your trivial religious games, monthly conferences, weekly Sabbath, special meetings, 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 meetings. Alam ko pa sa wangsawa na kayo sa meetings, no? Ayan po yung sinasabi ni Lord, puro kayo meetings. I can stand one more. Meetings for this, meetings for that. I hate them. You wore me out. So pagod na po si Lord. Sabi sa kala, I'm sick. Of your religion, I can't stand. I'm sick of your religion, religion, religion. While you go on right on sinning, think about that. No, they were playing religion. Remember that? Sinabi po natin they were playing religion. Nasusuka na po si Lord sa kanila, and still they were doing everything that the rituals dictate. But they were continually sinning as well. Pinigsasabay po nila yun. When you put up your next prayer performance, even prayer was a performance, I will be looking the other way, says the Lord. No matter how long or loud or often, I will not be listening. You see, the truth of the matter, no? as I've stated, God will never really abandon us. But rather, God will call our attention. This is exactly what God was doing to the nation of Israel. He was so committed to the covenant, he did not throw it away. Hindi niya po tinapon yung covenant, but rather he was calling them out. Calling out this nation. Sinasabi niya sa mga pagod na ako. Saka for you guys being religious. For you guys playing religion. For you guys making a performance or your religious charades, I am tired and I hate it. I'm sick of it. God is telling them. The good thing about God, this is His character. He calls out people. He calls our attention. And even up to now, that's true. He still calls our attention. When we're sinning, when we're unfaithful to Him, He calls our attention. And there are three ways by which God calls our attention. The first way is this. He calls our attention through the word. Pag nagbabasa po tayo ng Bible, and you know in your heart that you have done something crazy or unrighteous or unholy before God. You've offended someone. You've sinned. And God calls your attention when you're reading the scripture. Hindi ka, maka, hindi ka makaligtas because the scriptures are really plain. It will tell you, it will mirror exactly what you're doing. And it will call your attention. God uses scriptures. But it's not just the scripture that God uses to call our attention. It uses the Spirit. The Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Alam niyo yun, yung mga iba sa inyo, hindi nakakatulog lately. Tingnan mo yung katabi mo, nakakatulog ba late yan? Baka hindi siya pinapatulog ng Holy Spirit. Because the Spirit can speak to our hearts, speak to our minds, speak to our conscience. Hindi ka patutulogin. Hindi kayo abandon ni Lord, but He will call you out by the Holy Spirit. Sasabihin niya yung ginagawa mong mali. And He will just, the Spirit will just be plain. 
He will direct you into all truth. That's what the Bible says. Gagawin po na Holy Spirit, He will call your attention. But lastly, this is how God calls our attention. He uses modern day Isaiah's. Nako po. Yan yung pinakaayaw natin. When, when people, when God sends people in our midst, when God allows people to speak the truth into our lives. Parang si Isaiah lang, he was saying all of this like a prophet. They're, 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 they're speaking the truth and yet ayaw nating tanggapin. Well, kapatid, kung ikaw to, kung meron kang taong alam mo naman, He's walking the way of the righteous. He's a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you're hearing him. And he's saying something, a form of a rebuke to you. He's probably Isaiah calling you, used by God to call your attention. Listen. Makinig ka. Because God will not abandon, but he will call your attention. God is committed to his covenant. He will give instructions and invitation to make things right. Hindi na siya, magkocall niya attention mo. But it's not just that. He will give instructions and He will invite you how to make things right. How can you restore your relationship with Him? Gagawin po nila Lord John because He is so committed to His covenant to make it work. He will give instructions. Again, going back to the message translation of the same verses that we have read. No? Sabi, Go home! Wash up! Clean up your act. Hello, is this resonating with you guys? Mamaya ka na umuwi kasi nasa bahay ka naman eh. Pero kung naririnig mo to, sinasabi ni Lord, go home, wash up, clean up your act, sweep your lives clean of your evil doing so, uh, so I don't have to look at them any longer. Nagbibigay po ng instruction si Lord on what to do. You are at a loss. You are In, 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 deep in your sins. You have turned your back from Him. God is giving you an instruction. Huwag ka munang pumunta sa church. Huwag muna. Huwag munang gawin yung mga religious activity. Huwag ka munang mag-checklist. Instead, go home. Keep, wash yourselves. Clean up your acts. Yan po yung sinabi ng Prophet Isaiah sa mga taong nasa simbahan at that time. No? Huwag na kayong pumunta dito, but rather go home. Meditate, contemplate, devote yourself to prayer, ask the Lord to speak to you and clean up your act. You see, ambayt po ni Lord. He did not destroy. He could have actually done that. Imagine the trampling of his courts. Imagine the dishonor that he had at that time. Knowing that yes, they were doing everything that is ritually possible and available or that which is dictated by religion and still their hearts were far away god could have destroyed them but god did not destroy him it showed his really is how patient god is with people and even up to now god is patient it, the bible tells us he does not want anyone the wicked to die he does not take pleasure in the death of the wicked And not only that, he's patient wanting for people to turn from their sins and return to God. That's repentance. Kaya po pinauwi niya. Sige, uwi muna kayo. Mag-repent muna kayo. That was his instructions. Then, after the instructions, 
Sabi niya rin po sa verse, same verse, the message Bible, come, sit down, let's argue this out. Come. I don't know about you, but this looks to me an invitation. The truth of the matter is this. We owe so much to God. God does not owe us anything. Nakuha niyo ba po yun? God does not owe us anything. Truth be said, no, we have offended Him. We have been unfaithful to Him. We have turned our backs to Him. We have accused Him of so many, so many things. And yet, He invites us to come to Him. In your lifetime, mga kapatid, in your lifetime, you will receive a lot of invitations. Whether that's to go to a party, a wedding, a, a celebration of some kind, a seminar, uh, to a, you'll be invited to join a company. So many invitations, but there's no greater invitation than the invitation that God is extending to you today. Or for those of you who have not received Jesus as their Lord and Savior, there's an invitation that God has extended to you to come. For those of you who have sinned and continually sinning, God is extending this invitation to come and sit down with Him. Like father, like son. Alam niyo po, if I may just say this, sa akin lang po to, palagay ko, one of the most or favorite word ni God is the word come. And this was reflected by Jesus when he was here on earth. Come, he told his disciples. Come, follow me. Come, he told Peter to step into the water. Come and follow me, he told the rich young ruler. Give all you have, then come, follow me. Favorite word po ni Jesus to sa New Testament. Hindi na po ako nagtataka because like father, like son, he invites sinners to get their acts together by coming to him in repentance that he might cleanse them. I like the following statements. Come, sit down, let's argue this out. Kung titignan niyo po dun sa, sa, sa binasa natin o sa ESV, ang sabi dun, come, let us reason together. Alam niyo po sa, sa, sa Greek, ang ganda po ng translation nitong word na to. Yaka. Yaka ang translation ng uh, yung word na ginamit po sa Greek. Let me just uh, uh, tell you this, no? hindi po tayo nagmamarunong-marunong, pero ang ganda lang po kasi nung, nung, nung meaning ng word na yon. Yung meaning po ng word is call someone to account to establish what is right. When God calls us, To come to Him, it is not really to argue or to reason with Him. But rather, it is to agree with what He is saying. He is indicting us. He is telling us that we're sinful. He is simply saying, I am right and you are wrong. He is simply saying, I am holy and you are not. He is simply saying that you have become been unrighteous while I remain righteous. When we come before God, we are to say, Lord, I'm not arguing. I am agreeing. I am accepting that I am desperate of your forgiveness. I am accepting that I am a sinner. 
I can see the depth of my sin that I cannot help myself. I am before you so that you can cleanse me of all of my unrighteousness. You see, the moment we acknowledge our sinfulness before God, ito po yung maganda kay God, no? I love it. Because the moment we understand, the moment we accept our sinfulness, then cleansing begins. Restoration begins. It was true then. It is still true now. Come, that we might receive our cleansing. This is God's message, sabi po dun sa verse. If your sins are blood red, they'll be snow white. If they're red like crimson, they'll be like wool. Imagine that. God will cleanse us from all of our unrighteousness. But here's the thing, mga kapatid. I know you can relate to this. When God calls us, when God invites us, nagpapadala tayo ng IRSBP, lumarespond tayo kay God, but sometimes what we do is this. We try to justify our actions and even deny some of our actions. We argue with God And we try to hide the condition of our hearts. Here's the reality, mga kapatid. No matter how hard you try, God sees your heart. Every room in your heart, even the ones that are hidden under uh, the deepest recesses of your heart, God can see. If you have a sin that you're keeping from God, now is the time to bring it out. Now is the time to present your heart to God that He might cleanse you from all of your unrighteousness. Agree and admit to God's indictment of your sin and just ask for forgiveness and cleansing for Him. God is committed to His covenant. He will give instructions and invitations to make things right. But it doesn't stop there. maganda kay Lord. Napaka-faithful niya. God is committed to His covenant He will bless the obedient and punish the stubborn. Bless the obedient but punish the stubborn. If you will go back to Deuteronomy 28, this is the stipulations of the covenant that God made with His people at that time. Maybe some of you are saying, uh, baka hindi naman sa atin yan, Pastor Glenn, kasi ginawa sa mga chosen people yan nasa Israelites at that time. Well, Bible tells us in Galatians, if in, you are in Christ, then you are Abraham's seed, you are heirs to the promise. So that is for us as well. So no wonder we can refer to that same covenant, the same stipulation of that covenant that says, I will bless you. But that, that covenant stipulation did not start with I will bless you. It all started, if you'll go back to Deuteronomy 28, it all started with the statement, if you obey. In fact, while the whole chapter was talking about the blessings in your barns, the blessings when you go in and you go out, the blessings in your feeding trough, the blessings in your womb, the blessings in your field, you will, know, you will lend to many and not borrow from any. All of that no, in between the chapters, were the words, if you obey, if you walk in my way, if you obey. Lagi pong nandun yun. Because yes, God is committed to His covenant, but at the same time, there is a blessing that comes with it. 
for those who obey. And there is a punishment that comes alongside it also for those who are stubborn, for those who do not respond to his invita invitation to be cleansed. If you're willing, if you willingly obey, you will feast like kings. Although, hindi ko pa po alam kung paano mag-feast like kings. No? Nakikita ko lang po yan no? sa mga spreads, sa mga uh, medieval times. No? Ang haba nung lamesa nila, nagkakainan, lahat ng klaseng pagkain nandun. If you will obey, you will feast like kings. You will not be hungry. You will be provided for. There will be joy in God's court if you willingly obey. But if you're willful, rebellious, stubborn, sinful, if you despise God, if you abandon God, here's what's left for you. You will die like dogs. Wow. Isaiah, sabi po nila, no, sa Isaiah, he doesn't hold back his punches. He's very clear. Yes, there's this blessing that comes with obedience, but there's this curse that comes with disobedience and being rebellious and stubborn. You will die like dogs. That's right. God says so. If God says so, then you can take it to the back. Totoo po yan. Hindi po yan magbabago from now or from the past to now and to all of eternity. God has committed this covenant. He will bless the obedient and punish the stubborn. Not yet done. Last point natin. God is committed to his covenant. He sent his son to fulfill the covenant. He knew. He knew. Genesis 15, that we will not be able to fulfill the side of our bargain. Di po natin magagawa yan. Broken people, sinful people. Yan po yung story, not just of the Israelites, but that's the story of our life. But the Son came so that He can fulfill that our part of the covenant. In Genesis 12, here's what God told Abraham. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and in and him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. What does this mean? You know it for a fact. The Bible is clear about it. From the line of Abraham came the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Came the Messiah came Jesus Christ to fulfill that part of the covenant, that the families of the earth shall be blessed. And here's what he did. In, in 1 John chapter 2, verse 2, he said, John said, He is the propitiation for our sins, not for ours only, but also for the sins of the world. May I bring you back to Greek once again, no? Greek words once again. Huli na po to para lang po maintindihan natin yung propitiation na to. It's not a big word. It's a simple word. In, in Greek, ang, ang, ang salita po na hinanap natin dyan is the word hilasmos. Hilasmos. Or an offering to appease or even satisfy an angry or offended party. In, that, in this, our case, the offended party is the creator of the universe. The offended party is the most holy one of Israel. And Jesus came as a propitiation, an offering to appease the anger of God. 
But it, it is not just to appease the wrath of God against us, but rather, you know, you know that's just the one side of the same coin. Christ coming to appease the anger of God, the other side is turning to us the favor of God. The anger of God is gone already because of Jesus Christ, because and now we have the favor of God as well. Alam niyo po nung binabasa ko tong Greek word na to, pumasok sa isip ko isang salita lang naman na Tagalog naman. Malapit na palapit po sa salita na to, ang salitang hilamos. Hinilamusan po tayo ni Lord, pinauwi tayo ni God. Kasi we were so sinful, God told us you cannot be in my presence. You need to leave my court. You cannot come before the throne of grace. Go home! Alam niyo po ang ginawa ni Christ? Hinilamusan niya tayo. Hinilamunsa niya tayo by His blood. By the blood of the Lamb, we have been made righteous. In fact, what the Bible says in Ephesians 2.13, But now in Christ, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Hindi tayo makalapit kay God because of our unrighteousness, but God in Christ brought us closer, close to Him. In fact, because of the blood, Because of the atoning work of Christ, we have intimacy and we have intimacy with the Father. Relationships restored, access 24/7 to God Almighty. Hinilamusan po tayo ni Lord. I don't know about you, but that's something we can all celebrate. Kung nag-aasa celebrate ka, lagay mo sa comment section. Pumapalakpak ka. Nagtatumbs up ka, nagahard ka because that's exactly what Christ did for us. God was so committed to His covenant, He sent His Son to fulfill that part of the covenant. God's committed to His covenant, commitment to His covenant is at the cost of His Son. That makes Him trustworthy. He did not abandon but He provides for us a solution. His commitment to His covenant makes Him trustworthy. I want to pray. I want to pray for all of us. Let's just take this time, take all of God's truth in. I don't know about you. When I'm reading this, I was moved by the truth of the Word. Salamat po, Panginoon. Salamat, Lord God, for sending Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for His atonement work on the cross. Thank you, Lord, that hinilamusan mo kami, Panginoon Jesus. That even if our sins are red as scarlet, we have been washed white as snow. Red as crimson, white as wool, because of the blood of Christ. If there's anyone there right now, listening live or maybe in replay and you're hearing something in your heart i believe that that call is from god he's asking you to come sit down with him admit that you are a sinner my prayer is that you start to respond start to respond speak to god By praying this, Lord, I'm not arguing anymore. I'm agreeing. 
I'm agreeing that I'm a sinner. I'm agreeing that there is no other Lord but your Son, Jesus Christ. I'm not Lord. I'm not God. I'm not even close to that. I'm a sinner and I need your forgiveness. And Lord, I ask for forgiveness. Wash me clean by the blood of Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, ask you to come into my heart. Wash me, change me, empower me, sanctify me, redeem me from my past sins that I may live for God. Bible says if you confess with your heart, Jesus is Lord and declare in your mouth that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If you pray that prayer, your life, your name has just been added to the Lamb's Book of Life. And there's celebration in heaven. That is the most important invitation that you have given an RSVP to. Congratulations to you. And for some of you, or for many of us, you know that you know that you know. You're humble. But you know. Lord, in all humility, You've been following God. You've been purposeful. You've been passionate in your work with God. Walk with God. You know what? There is a blessing reserved for you. Alam niyo po, kayo pong walking the path of righteousness. Your blessing is not just for this lifetime. Your blessing is for all eternity. In that, you can begin to celebrate. But God can bless you here in this lifetime as well. I want to pray for you as well. Lord, I pray that you open up the windows of heaven. Increase your blessings, Lord God, upon your people who have been obedient, humble, and willing to follow you, no matter what. Thank you, God, that you have reserved for them something good, Lord, that this world will never understand. You bless them, Lord, with every spiritual blessing that is in Christ. Let them harvest that this year, Lord God. Right at this very moment, Lord God, if there's anything that they're praying for, asking you for favor, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we ask that there will be answers to prayers, that they begin to see, Lord God, that your blessings upon their barns will overflow. That you will bless them as they go into the city and they go out of the city. That their needing trough shall be full. That they will lend, they will not ask or borrow from anyone, but they will be the one to lend to people, Lord God, and bless people, Lord God. That you're going to bless the works of their hands, Lord God, and that you will, they will begin to see and harvest the goodness of God in the land of the living. Salamat po, Panginoon, for you are a God who blesses those who walk in the paths of righteousness. We thank you, Lord, and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Pastors, calling you back, Pastor Owen and Pastor Jen. Wow. Thank you, Pastor Glenn, for uh, illuminating the word to all of us this afternoon. And sobrang appreciate yung sinabi mo, Pastor Glenn, na um, even if we are unfaithful, God remains faithful. Ganun siya committed sa, hindi lang sa COVID niya, pero sa atin mismo. Diba? The fact that uh, He sent His own Son, Jesus Christ, to die for us, it's a proof 
diba, among other things that God will always be faithful no matter what. So I'm praying that for yeah. all of us, diba, na minsan tayo, we, we, we castigate ourselves so much na Diba parang ang hirap patawarin yung sarili? Ang good news is kaya natin luwapit sa Panginoon because this yeah. invitation that God gave is available to all of us right now. So thank you, Pastor Glenn, for sharing that word to us. Yeah. Tama, Pastor Glenn. Thank you. And at the same time, that word, yung come, tsaka yung hinilamusan, <laughs> talagang ang galing lang na kahit ano pa yung ginawa natin before, there's always an invitation for each one of us to be uh, part of God's family. That's the commitment of God. That's the covenant of God. So, thank you. Wala, nag-reflect lang ako about the goodness talaga of God about Amen. this covenant. Yes. And Pastor Glenn, Pastor Owi, maybe some of us here who uh, surrender their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ, ano ba yung next step para sa kanila? Diba? Ano ba yung next step para sa atin? Ang maganda sa sinabi din ni Pastor Glenn kanina, that there would be modern Isaiahs. Diba? People yeah. who would draw us closer to to God, basically. Amen. So maybe some of you, you have been invited to watch or at least to worship with us this in this worship service. You can contact them. You can ask them. Also, kung, kung wala ka masyadong kilala, you have stumbled upon this page, just message yeah. us. Uh, we yes, would want please. to connect with you and help you in your newfound faith in the Lord, Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, Pastor Glenn and Pastor Uwe, I think that uh, that also, that gives us also a, ano, a perspective that we can trust God. Diba? Wherever we are, saan man tayo magpunta, maghiwahiwalay man tayo dito sa worship service na to, we know that we have a God who's trustworthy and who's faithful in keeping His covenant. So I pray, ano, pagpipray na natin sila, Pastor yes, Glenn and yes. Pastor Uwe. Panginoon, salamat po. We are grateful that even in our unfaithfulness, Lord God, you remain faithful. And for this, Lord God, we thank you for this invitation to come back to you. Lord, we know that we have been cleansed, Lord, uh, by you and by what your Son, Jesus Christ, has done for us. So, Lord, even as we continue, Lord God, to live our lives, Lord, may we put our full trust in you, knowing that you are trustworthy. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, Amen. Man, blessed weekend, everyone. We love you and we miss you. Hope to see you God soon. Bless you. See you God soon. Bless you. In see you soon. Yes, in person. Bye-bye. Uh, see you next Saturday. Bye. bye.